Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Throwing Bows podcast with Cody, Quinton, and Wes. What a fucking card we just witnessed over the weekend. It was pretty crazy. We don't want to waste any time. We're going to get right into this. Quinton, what did you think of that card, man? Was that, It's got to be It's the greatest live card I've ever seen. Was it the greatest live card you've ever seen? Um, It's definitely up in my top three for sure. Um, That was uh, unreal. I think... It would definitely be in my top five, 100%. Maybe best, maybe best, because one after the other, it was just a spectacle. I don't know, man. It was fucking like, it was like one thing. I was like, I can't believe that just happened. And then the next fight happens. You're like, holy shit, that that just fucking happened. And then like the next fight, and then you're just like, Jesus Christ, it doesn't, it didn't fucking stop. Like everybody was just five times, five times in a row for the main card. It was just craziness after craziness. Nonstop. And it wasn't even like great fights. It was just like everything just felt like a moment. Like it, everything had like a, a come full circle kind of like feeling, you know, like. Hey, if, if the if whatever this card means, what goes around comes around because Chris yeah, Weidman's leg, it fucking went around. Okay, went you want to start on you guys want to start on that one. That was one of the most eerie things I've ever fucking witnessed. Bro, I life. know. I know. The worst part was I was watching the card at like. Well, you know, I was watching everybody live box house, but I was basically the only one watching the fights because they had like movies on and we were getting baked and shit. So I was just watching the fights on my phone and I'm losing my mind all this craziness. Everybody's just chilling and I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers don't even know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I was like, dude, like the biggest definition of car, like. I don't even know if you can call it karma, but it feels like karma because obviously Chris Weidman it's, didn't. It's, it's irony. It's not karma. Yeah, it's, irony. It, it's the most like that was probably the most ironic thing I think I've ever seen. Like, of course, it had to be it, like it could have been even if it would have been Uriah Hall that had his leg snap, it still would have been weird as fuck. Like, man, was, that's just I don't know. That's it wild. Was, it was poetry emotion. And I got PTSD because I watched that like the. Silva versus Weidman fight live when it happened. I did not. I saw this one live though. Um, and I got flashbacks. I, that when I saw for the when I saw that happen to Silva, I remember running out of the room with my uncle who's been watching UFC since like 95, 94. Um, who also ran out of the room screaming because of how fucking gross it was. I just got like PTSD of like that what happened back then. <laughs> like it was like a Vietnam flashback. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's happening again. Yeah, man, oh, Chris no. Weidman fucking he basically like, described what like happened in the moment, and he was basically just like, "Yeah, I knew the kick was a solid kick. I knew it made a really loud sound. I thought uh, I got him good, and I was thinking to myself, like, give him one more of those, and he's not gonna be able to take it because that was a solid kick." And yeah. I mean, it's as we as you can tell in the video, like he had no idea what even really happened until he went to put his weight on his foot and then collapsed, and then even then he oh, kind of put back on the ground. Oh. Uh. No, that was it. Was disgusting. It was it was terrible. It was and I'm, wild. I honestly can't. I honestly can't think of uh, another fighter other than Silva off the top of my head that's had like an injury like that in the UFC. Like I'm sure there's been one, but I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Like um, that, no, that was that's insane. It's so know. it's like one in a thousand fights. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's. It, it, it was just so happen. weird how that all happened because like. Anderson Silva snapped his leg in half against Chris Weidman, and then Uriah Hall beat Anderson Silva in his last fight in the UFC, and now Chris Weidman snaps his leg in half against Uriah Hall, and it's just like the fucking triangle. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And we had been talking, we had been talking about how Uriah Hall had lost to Chris Weidman like a long time ago, whenever they were in regional, 
regional fights. It's like he obviously wanted to get that win clearly. And you could tell by his emotion after the fight, like he wanted to win, but he wanted to get, you know, he was, he was sad. He was, he was upset with how everything went. He didn't want to see him get hurt like that. You know, like it's yeah. funny. You want to punch the other guy in the face, but he, when something like that happens, you feel terrible. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely. And nobody, like, everyone handled it with class. Nobody was like, yo, Uriah was the first, is the first fighter ever to not throw a punch and win the fight. Not throw a single strike. And he, he, and he won. Yeah, they mentioned that on the broadcast, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. Uriah wasn't happy. You could tell Uriah was not happy. He felt really I'm going to give him props. I'm going to give Uriah Bro, I'd be happy. Props, Uriah Hall's so fucking tough. He literally broke Chris Rodman's leg by blocking a kick. That's so, No, that's he didn't shit. even block it. He didn't even block it. It literally <laughs> hit know. him. It literally he hit didn't him. Even he, check he, it. he kicked him right in the knee. Like, uh, Big John McCarthy was talking about it on his podcast, and he said if he hit him on, kicked him an inch lower, he would have been fine. If he kicked him an inch higher, he would have been fine. But he just literally just full full force kick right where you don't want it to land. And, yeah, that, that you know, that's the result. It was just a crazy uh, events that just happened. It transpired. Like we the can't. There's I not think... much really. There's not much really to talk about. Like about this fight because I mean, this just was over so fast. But it's just fucking I think crazy. You have to look. You have to look forward, I guess. And and I'll just ask you guys right now, uh, Wes first, I guess. Moving forward, it's like. Uh, Weidman, he's he's not young. It's not like this guy's like twenty six and he broke. His oh, leg he just retired. You, you th- yeah, I say you know where I'm going with this. Do you think he's going to come back? Do you do you think yes. he should? And then do you think he will? I don't think he should, but I can. I would. I don't think he should. Honestly, bro, he's like what thirty four, thirty five. Like I uh, understand thirty five or thirty six. Yeah, so he's like pretty fucking up there, man. Like clearly, his body isn't what it used to be. Like obviously, it's still a freak thing, but like I don't know, man. Like. He's it's gonna take him a full. It's gonna take him basically a full year before he can start training and shit again to recover from that and whatnot, right? So, you gotta think that's a full year gone. He'll be thirty six or thirty seven. Like time is definitely not on his side, and time is what he needs right now. So it's just like I think he's kind of fucked. But if I was a betting man, which I am, I bet money on the fact that he will come back and try to do one more fight. Like who knows? I like. I can definitely see him coming back, though. Like, I think he'll come back and want to do at least one fight to try to go out on a win. But then, if he wins, he probably won't stop fighting. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and so you won't see that happen until at least 2022. Like, it, the, the, no, the, no, literally. Like, like, late, he already, late he already said, like, the timeline was, like, eight months before he can start training or anything at all. And then a year before he can take any sort of contact. And that's, like, if everything progresses properly. So, like... Um, Man's got some a fucking weight ahead of him. Quentin, um, do you agree? But uh, he is still our no, boy. I think he will come back. And look, Silva came back from his injury. Still fought some pretty good fights. Wasn't the same fighter though. But I do think Weidman will be um, will be back because that guy is a fucking warrior, and I don't think he has much quitting in him. So I will see him. I think I can see him come back, but I, he won't be the same guy, even though he was on the decline anyway. I still think he wants to fight because look, he, the guy doesn't have a lot of these guys don't have another income. Like fighting is their thing. Like they can be trainers and stuff, but I don't know if Weidman is ready just to you know give up like that. So I think he'll come back. Well, I guess we'll see how it goes. It's not going to be a while to answer, anyways. That's for sure. But 
I definitely agree with you because I think he will come back at, at least for one more fight. But I mean, if you look, if you basically took the words right out of my mouth, Quentin, like if you look at Anderson Silva's record after that injury and after when he came back, like it's not, it's not really a smart thing to do for Chris Weidman to come back and fight again. But at the same time, you're 100% right with the financial aspect. And I mean, if he needs to fight, he needs to fight. But at this point in his life, in former world champion, uh, it's sad, but I, I I don't know. You know, I, I think if, he if, if he can, if he can be prepared, he shouldn't be fighting a high level guy when he comes back, though. That's all no, I'm gonna say. No, I he should not be fighting a ranked opponent. No, maybe he'll fight Uriah again if Uriah loses his next fight and they just have a rematch. I don't know. And then it could be yeah, because Uriah is just about done too, in my opinion. Like he's good, but he's he's like getting. I don't know. He's a pretty de- yeah. He's a pretty solid fighter, but I don't know. He's always been weird. Like man's got some skills and some crazy fucking moves, but like he he's always got to get his like mental shit together. Because I know that's been a big thing for him more... is his mental strength and all that shit. I think he has more miles on him than most guys his age. Oh yeah, I think I think he definitely isn't ready to retire, and I think he can. You know, like a um, what's the word? Like a I don't know if you guys know Shane Carwin. That guy, it's almost like Uriah Hall's gonna become an Anthony Smith, just a good guy who they're gonna send all the young guys against and be like, "Well, if you can't hang with this guy, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah, well, I think like there's a there's a lot of those guys who have late, still late runs like uh, Glover, you all know, you all Romero, Randy Couture, Shane Carwin was pretty old when he was like on his Glover game, Glover to share. Like I think Uriah Hall's one of those guys that can still. Be something, but not maybe not a champion, but still be a, a ranked top guy for for a couple of years. Still, I think he could go into his early forties and still. Yeah, be I hate to be guy. I hate to be that guy, but I don't see him cracking the top five in that division ever. Like you're at all no, no, yeah. For no, the rest I, don't of career, I, don't I definitely don't. I think he could probably hang top ten, but uh, in top fifteen, but I don't think he's gonna crack top five. No. No, that division's think, just two stacks. I think I think he's gonna keep fighting though. I don't think he's a guy that's Oh gonna... yeah. But I'm saying is like he's just I think he's one of those guys that's I think he can win a couple, but he's gonna lose more probably. But I think if he gets a good win, he should I think he should just be about done. If he gets one like if he gets a good meaningful win, that he should probably call it quits. But I also think waiting for the Weidman, not waiting, but like if he fights Weidman one day and that's kind of like both the end for them, like maybe Weidman's like 39 and you got a couple more years on Uriah Hall and he's had a few more fights since then, I could definitely see them going out and uh, doing like, I guess, a trilogy fight at you if you want to call it that. Yeah, a very mild uh, trilogy. We kind of we kind of skipped over one of the main card fights. I mean, we will talk about the prelims if we have time. There was some fucking amazing fights on the prelims. Well, I brought it me up and a Dusty little bit, won, but me and Dusty won fucking pretty good money, especially on the prelims this fucking last week. So it was it was it was a good week. But I, will, I definitely want to talk about Anthony Smith. Uh, the Jimmy Crew fight was uh, started the night off with a fucking bang. That he sugar shone them. He fucking yeah. sugar shone them. Ready he to get the around. fucking sugar leg. The fucking sugar. Yeah, leg. he got he got the sugar leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about that fight i mean do you do you think it was do you think anthony smith was winning the fight prior to those events is basically the question i'll ask i think it's kind of even kind of close i think yeah i think anthony smith looked pretty good with that that jab he was working with i thought yeah he was down de- that was definitely i definitely was surprised and impressed by that but i definitely say it was a relatively even round that you arguably could have probably scored either way up until that point 
it's yeah. funny. It was the jab versus the leg kick, right? It was the jab of Anthony Smith, like Quentin said, and then the leg kick, uh, actually, that was landing on Anthony Smith for Jimmy Crew. And then you go, and all of a sudden, like, I don't know. I think Anthony Smith might have thrown two, but I think he actually might have only just thrown that one leg kick that dropped him. Yeah. And fucking hit that nerve. Hit that nerve. And at first, I thought maybe his knee went just like just by how he went down. But then whenever he got back up and got the takedown and everything, I was like, fuck. I was like, and then his foot kept flopping over. I was like, yeah, I've seen that before. I've fucking seen that before. Yeah, dude. It was, it was, um, I, like, I was really into that fight, honestly. I was like, man, these guys are kind of just, like, not, they're not, like, standing in the pocket, but there was some good striking, like, back and forth and stuff. And they seemed both, you know, re- like, ready to go, kind of. And uh, it just was really unfortunate that the way it ended. He wanted to go more DK. I'll say this. I'll, I'll, I, this is the generic question, I guess. But I know how I feel about it. Maybe, for some reason, I feel like Wes is the only person who will just, do you think that fight should have kept going? Oh fuck yeah! No, let him no. go. He wanted to. Go. No man. He won. No. I don't care. He wanted to go. Fucking. Dude, he so was gonna man. tough it out. Yeah. He. He. Did you see his leg buckle? His <laughs> ankle, dude. It was a full roll. It wasn't like he just like stuttered. It was like a full like he rolled his ankle completely backing up. Like he was fucked. <laughs> Let him play. I'm with Quentin. I'm with Quentin, but I knew Wes. Save yourself for the next fight, man. This wasn't yours. You're a young guy. Don't waste your time on this. You're just gonna cause more injury, and you're gonna be sent back farther. Don't worry. Like you. No, man. This is a. This is the fight game. This is for fucking warriors, Quentin. You don't fucking. Yeah, but you gotta. You gotta be smart, man. There's there's a difference between, um, you know, pick your spot, man. If you're if you're not a hundred percent, and you could just lose this fight. I wouldn't, and, and but I he think, also could have won the fight. But I think Smith was, to be honest, with that takedown and everything, yeah. But like, I think Smith was winning that fucking fight, um, for the for that first round. And for it, for me, like, I thought Smith was actually leading. He was the one getting there first, in my opinion. So, just uh, it it sucks. I didn't want it to happen, but I think he definitely um. I think. Yeah, well, I'm not even, Jimmy, do? I'm not even and... like a Jimmy Crew fan or anything. I would just, I was like, fuck no, it, violence. He's a, he's, he's a, he's you're a, a fucking a warrior. Let him go. Yeah, you're a fucking well, fan no. of death. I get it, but I, I just think he wouldn't have died. He would have fucking brain cells would have died probably. Fucking, he would have lasted oh, another what Lord. minute and a half. He would have probably jumped guard or try and fucking just run. And then he gets knocked out. Fights what, over. What? Fucking, he takes him down and gets him in a heel hook and fucking r- makes it even fucking worse. Like, <laughs> that's you're 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 a walking target at that point. You're it's a, literally a suicide mission. You're going because yeah, what's Anthony fail. Smith? What's Anthony Smith gonna do? Not kick you in the fucking leg again? Yeah, like he knows. You're weak. <laughs> like, it's just have they let anybody? Hard. Well, have they let anybody fight with that? Like, I know Henry Cejudo is the only one off the top of my head that I can think of that they didn't stop the fight over him having drop leg. And he did roll his ankle a couple times, but they kept, like... I think, you have, to, like, I think you have to put it on a, a, a fucking fight-to-fight basis, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, situation, like, it's situational where if it's not as bad, maybe it is... Like, if it only happens... If he only rolls his ankle once or twice total, it's not maybe the end of the world. But my my dude, he could down. He couldn't take three fucking steps without just fucking flopping that fucking foot down. Like it was, it was terrible. Like it yeah, wasn't, it was. It was. It was bad, gone. Man. You saw the, the only reason he was standing up. The, ball, the, the ankle fucking like snap basically. Like it was like a full like. 
Gross. Sorry. The only reason the only reason he stood standing was because he's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, he wanted to. Oh, he's fucking Australian, right? Yeah, fucking, or New Zealand. Yeah. He's from down under. Ze- that's what I was saying. I didn't know if he was New Zealand. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but anyway, he, those guys are those those Pacific guys. He's from Australia. They're fucking tough as hell. They're just like fucking monsters. So he obviously he was gonna try and fucking fight, but that, that wasn't his fight. It wasn't. It was a bad case, and it was not. He's twenty five. He's got a lot of years on him. Don't waste it on a fucking. Uh, don't waste a lot like a full like a loss like that. Take the loss, but don't injure yourself in the part. Like don't injure yourself any more than you already are. Like I don't know. Yeah, I think that that's pretty. That's very well said. I uh, mean, that is the smart thing, but also he's a fucking warrior. <laughs> And nobody's doubting that. Nobody's like, dude, you're a fucking pussy. So let him be a warrior. (laughs) He was a warrior. He tried and he fucking rolled his fucking ankle. And he was good. He was not good. (laughs) He was standing, bro. He was standing. (laughs) He would have picked his leg, a fucking heel hook, and then he would have fucking made it even, ripped the fucking, uh, his leg even more apart. So, uh, yeah, no. Just move on. How do you know? How do you know that's what would have happened? Dude, he rolled his fuck. I'm done. This, Wes, this what was he going to do? What was he going to do? Fucking pull guard? I, was he pull I, guard? I, I, I figure he would have tried to either take him down or some shit, and then Anthony Smith would have ended up getting the TKO or something still. But, I mean, fuck, whatever. <laughs> it was over. Oh, my God. I don't God. know. So I'm not, see I really, see- <laughs> realistically, I don't care either way, though. Like, I'm not trying to sit out here being like, you should have fucking let him go. Like, I mean, I would have liked to see him keep fighting, but I'm either way. Fuck. No, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But you you but, just, you also understand that there's no way that they're going to keep that Oh, fight. yeah. Like, I understand. And really, that's 100% the smart thing to do. But also, he's a fucking warrior. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of a warrior, think- speaking of a warrior, fucking... Jessica Andrade is a warrior. She is. And but I was wrong. Fuck, she, she was not no surprisingly, match. Not surprisingly one bit, but I was wrong. Yeah, you were like, though, maybe Jessica's <laughs> got something. I'm like, yeah, she shocked the world once. She could maybe do it again. But it definitely looked like all of that fucking, all of that luck ran out of the horseshoe. She had fucking shoved up her Oh, ass, man, right? Shevchenko even said it. She's like, I like it when people think that, oh, she's strong. So she can have, like, okay, do it. And then she Shevchenko proved that she's just... She took her down hard, bro. Like she wasn't like, person, oh, I'm gonna single leg you. The only person that's gonna beat her <laughs> is Amanda. So it's just like, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna single leg and fucking push you up against the fucking cage and get the takedown. No, she fucking slammed one of probably one of the best female grapplers in the world. She just slammed her around like she was easy. fucking nothing. Made it. Yeah. Easy. Everyone. Was I'm not gonna like, say. Oh, I'm not going to say that there's a good time to tap to strikes, but when she was in mounted crucifix, I wouldn't have blamed her. But she couldn't <sighs> even probably tap because her arms were fucking locked. Honestly, bro, that was the... I, that was, I love the mounted crucifix. When I see it, I literally just yell, mounted crucifix! Because they <laughs> rain down the fucking elbows, and oh, I love it. I love it. I love that you're like it's like you're like watching like knights fight like it's like a medieval time like battle between like two gladiators or something and you're like you're telling me they aren't gladiators bro what you're telling me they ain't gladiators no they are gladiators but I like that you like you yeah you know bring up the lions you know okay finish him finish him Mortal Kombat motherfucker (laughs) yeah that movie sucked by the way I did not watch it. 
but I'm going to because okay, everybody well, says it sucks. You, you I like feel it. like I feel like there's no way it sucks. I feel like everybody thinks it sucks because they were expecting like just a remake of the original movie, and that's no. not what it is. It was like a it's like a sequel to set up like new movies to expand the universe for like the game way and shit. Like man, the no everybody's gonna hate it because the original was great, but like. I don't know. They're trying to set. They're trying to actually set up a Mortal Kombat universe and shit, more aligned with like the games and other stuff. So I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard that. Hey Wes, why don't you let the person who watched it fucking talk about it? Yeah, fucking hell. (laughs) No. Listen, the the, okay. So the original sucks. I'll say that. But I love what. The original sucks. The CGI is so fucking bad. The acting. Bro, it's the nineties. What the fuck do you expect? Dude, no, but listen, it's fun. It's it's like it's entertaining. I like it. I'm not saying it, I hate it, but it is a bad movie. It's so bad it's good. Other than that, <laughs> this movie this movie was the exact opposite of everything I wanted. It was trying to be Avengers, it was trying to be so like, you know, uh super like superheroes and like all this shit. I'm like, dude, it needs to be dark and grimy and fucking like there was gore, which was good, but some of the fuck CGI was so bad and looked too like pretty. I was like, dude, this needs to look way fucking darker. It needs to be way gorier because this and it, it they just like things just happen. Like they didn't set anything up properly. Fights weren't even like didn't seem like it was even a fucking big deal. Like it was just like, oh yeah, okay, now we fight and then it just happens and fucking Raiden's just fucking spawning fucking like portals everywhere and he's just showing up all the time and it's just dumb. It was so bad. It was just bad. Uh, but anyway, it, how many thumbs up do you give it? You give it zero thumbs up. Um, the opening fight scene was sick. The the some of the finish. Honestly, I think the main reason I think it's gonna be good is because Scorpion's my boy. Like one and a half. Oh, Scorpion's my boy, and I've heard like the whole movie is like based off Scorpion and his like family type and story. So like. That's why I was hyped. So oh, like also, my boy. I forgot, I forgot this part. The the, the main character sucks. He's so <laughs> boring. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. I well they created him. He's not part of the Mortal Kombat universe. Know, he just kind of made him up. And he yeah, he's like basic as hell and it has no personality. Um but yeah, I don't think he's a bad actor. I just think that role they really underwrote like underwritten that role terribly. Like Who knows? Well, I know I'm pretty sure they're going to make a second one, so who knows? They might make it better. We'll see. I hope. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. You guys, you, I gave you guys your fucking time to anyway, go off topic. Yeah. Back. We'll, technically, we'll back it to is fight. about fighting. It is yeah. about fighting. <laughs> Are there elbows in the movie, Quentin? Are there elbows in the movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. There's fair play. A lot of good. Some of the good choreography was cool, but then there was a lot of shitty stuff following that with like CGI and shit. So it was like, eh, okay, whatever. It's fine. Um. But yeah, go what watch fight are we on? Go watch Raid Redemption. That's a good movie. Shevchenko. Uh, uh, we are on. Uh, Shevchenko. We talk about Shevchenko. Yeah, That's what we okay. were talking about, and how she just completely yeah, was class on draws. She was basically one of the best grapplers, and yada yada. And then yeah, everything everybody already fight. knows. Yeah, and she's already and she's already like the best striker in the women's like of all. Honestly, women. I saw it was like I think it might have been DC that said it or. Ariel, which I don't usually agree with Ariel too much, but I think either one of them basically said that technically and skill-wise, they think that she's better than Amanda, but Amanda is just 
I mean, it's just bigger and stronger. And honestly, I'd kind of agree with that. I think, like, it's the genetics. pure skill-wise, that Shevchenko could beat her, but Shevchenko is just smaller of a girl than Amanda is, so... Yeah. Well, there's a pretty good argument that Shevchenko got the better over in the second fight, but... There is. I mean, she never actually, pulled a dub. That, that was kind of a toss-up, to be honest. I would like to see, honestly, even... I would still like to see a third one just to see if she could, like, you know, pull it out somehow. I don't know. but Let's be real know. here, guys. Let's be real. If um, Because I was going to say this about Whaley if she won, and we'll get to that fight. But uh, let's just be real here. If Rose doesn't go up to 125. She won't. And, uh, she won't. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. But if she let's. Let's fucking theoretically say because she could, she could, because they were talking about Whaley having a super fight if she if she beat Rose. So let's theoretically let's say Rose. So like she could, but it, let's say she doesn't. And fuck, you're good. What are you gonna do? What do you What are you really realistically gonna do? You have to wait for this talent. Goodbye, Quentin. Bye, Quentin. You have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait for this talent to fucking stack up in these divisions again. And it's like you, you're almost gonna be put into a situation where you have to have them fight again. Well, I mean, yeah, right? Because, like, basically all they're doing right now is they're playing the game of trying to find people to fight Amanda and then trying to find people to... That's the thing, right? Like, that's why their women's division is kind of... Other than the strawweight division, the rest of the divisions are kind of stalemated because, like, who the... it's basically just trying to find cannon fodder for Valentina to fight, and same thing for Amanda. It's basically just trying to fight anybody who hasn't fought Amanda to fight her. Like, that's the whole reason they gave that fight to that fucking that bitch that kept calling around talking all that shit because she was the only girl that was trying to call out Amanda and trying to fight her and I mean they need somebody to fight her and she hasn't fought her yet so like they're like fuck it we'll fucking send this shit up let's go and yeah I don't know man that's that's the problem with having an un almost an unbeatable champion like fuck even Usman's I mean we're skipping over a fight but I, just to say it quick like fuck even Usman's starting to look like that like goddamn like there's just certain fighters that they win a whole bunch of fights and every fight they increasingly just get better and, and then it just looks harder like, to sell their fights uh go yeah, because, John Jones go Demetrius Johnson those yeah two. because every time they fight you're just like oh well they're not gonna lose that's that's why honestly I under as much as it's an it's kind of annoying and I think it's funny I understand why the UFC basically just promotes the fuck out of the opponent of Shevchenko or Amanda, just because like you have to, you have to promote that other person so much that people actually believe that there's a chance that they can win, so that they'll want to come and watch it. Because yeah, it's just like <clears throat> as you said with John Jones, everybody knew he was gonna win every single fight, so people stop giving a shit or paying. Obviously, lots of people still would, but not as many people paid for the pay per views and shit. Just the casual like, fan well, isn't gonna. The casual fan isn't really gonna. No. No, and at that point, John Jones was trying to be the casual call-in, and he was—he really wasn't. That. I mean, if we're talking pre-McGregor, yeah. So he could never pull the numbers that McGregor could, but he's a much better fighter than McGregor in my well, he is a much better. Oh fighter yeah. Than McGregor. So it's it's crazy how that works, right? The not just because you're the best doesn't mean you're going to make the most money. McGregor's a fantastic fighter, but I think people, all the people that think he should be like number one, he's like top tier. Like, don't get me wrong, he's an elite fighter, but I think he, at this point in his career, people overrate him. I don't think he's as good as he was. 
I think he's all that of, time away for boxing, and he's more of like an entrepreneur at this point. Like he's more just in the UFC, and like obviously he wants to win because he needs to for like his brand. But at this point, he's just taking fights to keep the fucking the hype going and keep people talking about him. Like he's got his whiskey, and he's probably got a bunch of other businesses and shit too that he runs low key. So the man definitely doesn't need to fight for money anymore. He just does to try to stay in the spotlight. He's a character. That's what he is, man. He's a fighter, but on top of it all, he's a he's a character. He's a brand. It's it's more than that now because of his early um, success. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's about 145 pounds. All he he did almost kill himself every time getting down there. But goddamn it, he was a fucking machine. And he and you know what? I as much as we all like rag on him and like call him like a piece of shit or whatever, he spe- he he does what he says he. Well, actually not because of the fucking charity. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, never mind. But he does go in there and he does fight and he does. He says, I'm going to take on this guy, even though maybe sometimes it seems like he's dodging some people. I don't know. He He's a fighter. He is. He's, he's, I think he's pretty tough, but I don't think he's as good as his legacy or what the like the history books will like make it out to be. Him being double champ was his peak. He's never going to reach that again. Yeah, exactly. I don't think. Yeah, he was the first one to do it, though. So, oh, 100 yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to. I want to move on. I want to talk about the because this Whaley is your Rose fight, fight. <laughs> now, bro. I my mind was blown. I was just sitting there and I saw that. I'm like, no fucking way, dude. Yeah, that was wild. Everybody in the room, okay, because I had people here, right? So I had my girlfriend, my mom, my brother, and two of my buddies. We were all watching, and everybody in the room just looked at me. <laughs> like, it happened, and everyone just looked at me. And I was like, they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, as if someone fucking, like, as if she just died. Like, I was but a you like both friend fighters, of- so either way, it's a win and it's a lose for you. Yeah, right? and, every- like- and everyone's, like, everyone's, like, looking at, like, everyone just stares at me, like, like, it's okay, guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking cry. Like, it's gross. <laughs> like, I knew... I said it on the last podcast. Whoever wins this fight is the undisputed 115 pound goat. Like there's no there's no other option. Like that is the greatest 115er of all time. It's not Yoana anymore. She might be the greatest champion, like reigning champion, but she is not the greatest of all time at that weight class. And Rose is. Yeah. Rose's oh, striking yeah. is fucking insane. And that man, that break kick? that breakdown, it bro wasn't even I don't even know if it was a question mark kick. It was like a fake like they she faked the leg kick. And then just, it's low to high. It was a question mark. Yeah, it it was. Yeah, it was low to high. It was. That's why I'll call it a question mark because if you see, whenever you watch, I mean, whenever you, I'm, you're probably about to say this because you said you watched the breakdown, but I mean, uh, you'll see fucking Whaley step. Whaley, she, she, yeah, she did the little like knee and hips thing where you like scoot your legs back out of the way and like try to get your legs. Well, yeah, because at that point she's stationary and can't move, and then the the she's like not prepared for it and. Yeah, her hands are dropped. She's leaning back. She's on a bad, like, balancing angle. And then Rose, boop, literally, like, right in the fucking mouth. Like, it was a perfect. Now, I will say this. I will, I will say, I will let you talk, Quentin, I promise, because I want to get your, no I want to hear what you have to say on this. But, uh, I will say, fucking, this doesn't really mean, ah, and I hate to say this, because she got fucking knocked out and, like, so quick. But, I truly don't believe that this means that Rose is better than Whaley. But at the same time, 
it's kind of hard to argue that because she got fucking knocked out in the first uh, round. I just feel as though it's. I feel as though if it went five rounds and Rose dominator in the striking and Whaley couldn't get any takedowns, then I'd be like, yeah, she's the best. Like if it was a fight, almost like the Yoana fight, almost. I'd be like, yeah, she's the best. But I definitely would like to see another fight. I don't know about oh, yeah. immediately, but I would like this... to see a rematch because that fight just didn't go as long as I wanted it to. At the end of the day, I didn't no. care who won as much as I thought I did, but you didn't I just wanted to see. Wanted. Yeah, it was just over so quick, and I was like, wow, damn, like, Whaley didn't even get to see. Yeah. She didn't even get to check, like, she didn't even get to show what she could and what she'd been working on. It was it was sad in that regard, uh, but... Yeah, I saw some I people, just... I saw it get, it get spread around. Do you think that the crowd booing her and kind of being cunts to her had any effect on her at all, or...? This is, okay. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I gotta get this off my chest. A lot of the Aldo versus McGregor fight, like the build up and the foreigner versus like the fan, like the fan favorite, like, you know, like, cause like Aldo was like not hated, but he compared to everyone loves McGregor right at that moment, like that point. I don't know if you guys remember all this build up, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, they went on a whole fucking and I, tour. And I, and I, and then at that point, you could almost still argue like, Connor won that fight solely because he got Jose mad, right? Exactly. And I think Wei Lee was not happy that whole time. Like, I don't think she was happy. I think she got really under his skin because, you know, China, they're very, it's a very different type of, you know, your character as a fighter. You're supposed to be stoic, honor, blah, blah, blah. Rose kind of talked shit and kind of attacked her personally, not even just like as a, as a fighter, but as like a person. And yeah. I think that, that got under Wei Lee's skin. And I think that's what she, she won the mind game. Um, and it, the knockout was kind of similar, to be honest, because I think Aldo's a, I think Aldo's a better fighter than McGregor is as a whole. I think he's much more technically sound and has much oh, more yeah. as a as a as a whole as a better fighter. And I think Wei Lee is actually a better fighter than Rose. I think it's more of the the psychological uh, damage that she did. Also, was a kind of a not a lucky shot because that kick that kick was nice, but it was more of like a uh, not a, a surprise. Kick. It was more of a, it was a surprise. It was more of like a setup kick because it kind of reminded me of like a a high karate kick, kind of like a like one you would see like throw in like a movie, because it was kind of like it wasn't like a full on like head kick, but it was like a side kick kind of, and it just clipped her and um she was caught backing up a little bit and it was just you know, it was uh, unfortunate. But I think I do think Whaley is the better fighter honestly but that's just my opinion yeah because that's the thing right like china's all fucked with their politics and shit so like yo because like we make jokes about it but like fuck legit it like rose could have been saying that shit and like for all we know Whaley could have had to actually deal with some shit in china about it like you never know man like the the chinese the cccp or whatever the fuck and the chinese government like that is fucked like yeah you never know man like i saw i've seen people try to get sorry go ahead i saw on fucking twitter people tried to fuck with the leech with uh lead leeching or how the fuck the leech by like trying to be like denounce like basically the leading party of your country or your scum and then he basically is just like fuck you because like obviously he can't do that because they'll fucking kill him because they're crazy like yeah dude they clip they always are respectful that's why they always have to say the right thing because 
dude, they're always being watched, and it's it's a society that you don't catch a break. Like you have to be, like it's not it's not as easy as just saying I'm like this, I'm that. You can't can't you ha- you can't really be your own person living there. So um, she lives in a it's a very tough situation, and the way kind of Rose was kind of being a sociopath about it and kind of being like didn't she didn't get it she i don't think she understood really what they go through so um, oh no rose honestly straight up like rose is a fucking idiot and i mean the fact that she's dating the super pedophile pat or married the super pedophile pat <laughs> yeah. barry i mean i'm not so su- i'm really not surprised but like and i think he has a lot to like do with i like she still has fans but straight up i don't think a single person liked her in that build-up to that fight, because she was just kind of being a cunt, like yeah. straight up. She she watches she watched a document she watched a documentary and then goes on about oh I'm just going off my experience. I'm like bitch, you didn't experience anything. I'm like if anything, it was like her parents and grandparents that might have experienced stuff. You didn't experience shit. She was born in America. She was born in the United States, was she not? Yeah, like. She she didn't experience shit. She watched the documentary and heard some stories. So she's like. Fuck China, and it's the just like that. In Lithuania and China could be completely different. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's just extremely fucking big cunt move, in my opinion. But I mean, hey, like if her plan was to say it to get in the way of his head, fucking worked like a charm. Yeah. But yeah, it was just yeah, saying greasy yeah. shit and then like, oh, this I'm just going off my experiences. What experiences? You don't have any in that yeah. case. Like you're just being an idiot. And then she, and then afterwards, she's like, "I didn't mean anything malicious. I'm just being me." And I'm like, "No, you're being creepy, fucking Pat Barry. Like, goddamn. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. guy should fucking be in jail." <laughs> yeah, somebody, I saw it. I saw a tweet that was really funny. Um, I can't remember, but they were like ripping on Pat Barry, and I was like, "Dude, I've been saying this for so long." Oh, <laughs> uh, man! Everybody knows he was literally. Anyway. Her, he literally trained her like when she was underage, and like as soon as she turned eighteen, they started dating. Like that's creeper Pat, shit. Pat the Predator Perry was his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been the predator. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, yo, I've been saying this. <laughs> man, that's so fucked. And that, uh, yeah, that's so fucked. And I don't know how her family would be okay. I don't know. None of it makes sense. And I'm like, I'm not gonna try to understand it. So we're we not gonna turn into to... Chris Hansen. We're not turning no, into Chris Hansen no. on this fucking episode, guys. No, we can, we can, we can fucking. We'll just move on because uh, we basically said all we needed to say about that fight anyway. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk about what's next for both of them, but I mean, either a rematch or some crazy fight. Whaley's got lots of options. Rose doesn't have a lot of options. I mean, that's basically the gist of it. Yeah, that's basically just for that. Uh, I just want to say this. Uh, if you went into this fight and you still thought Kamaru Usman was a boring champ or you thought you were going to diss him or you you thought he was full of shit, shut your fucking mouth. There was a baptism, all right. Oh my I God. said it after the fucking first Masvidal fight, even after everyone was starting to shit on him. I'm like, I'm not shit. He got the W. Who the fuck cares? He got the fucking win. Everyone's yeah. everyone was throwing so much shade and wanted to fucking downgrade him and like try and be like, oh, he's a shitty UFC. Well, look how much look how much has changed since then. Now he's regarded yeah. as one of the top UFC champions in the world, and it just goes to show you how much the casual fan will change over the course of twelve or sixteen months or whatever it's been. It's a fucking. Exactly. It's not even been a year. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. It's yeah. it's honestly the, the uh, some some people are a fucking joke. 
you that's what you get though because you think you think he got to this level because he can't fucking knock people out because he can't you know because he can't perform like he's one of the best in the world and he's definitely the best in the world at that weight class there's no doubt about well, it well his hands definitely weren't good like i'd say his hands only kind of started to look good with the af- like at the colby fight and after that but I mean, that's also I'm pretty sure is that also when he switched to Trevor Whitman's camp. So I mean, that explained itself right there. Trevor Whitman's yeah, the but people are talking like he striking. fucking people are talking like he had Ben Askren level striking. And okay, well he, he wasn't Ben Askren level striking, but like he could throw a good punch. It definitely but you're wasn't. Right. He could throw Trevor a hard Whitman. punch, but it wasn't. No, he could throw a hard punch. He couldn't throw a good punch. That's the difference. Trevor Whitman taught him how to throw a fucking beautiful punch. Trevor Whitman is the difference between just being an okay striker and having a technical advantage over, or at least being up to par with basically anybody in the division. He can take, as long as you're a good athlete, he can take you and make you something special. He took the step that Tyron Woodley couldn't. Like, Tyron Woodley had knockout power, but Tyron Woodley couldn't, like, you know, his combo... Tyron did the opposite, didn't he? Like, wasn't he... Tyron was known for his knockouts, and then he all of a sudden started wrestling people. Yeah. Wasn't that... But Woodley, yeah. that's the thing. Woodley has a good strong punch, but he's not like his combos aren't like his striking as a whole isn't like you know up to par. Let's say I thought I thought he got good punches. Like he has power. That's like his biggest. And he had uh, he had good length. Like he had good good uh, reach for his uh, for his height. So I think he had little things like that. But I don't think his striking was actually like un like amazing striker. Like I think he had really strong like one punch power, but that was it. You know what I mean? And let's be let's be real here, guys. Let's be real. Kamara Usman still right now isn't fucking Floyd Mayweather, and he isn't. He's getting better, but he isn't. He oh striker as Jorge Masvidal in clean striking, but it was literally he's just so rounded now. He's just yeah. become so. Well, no, that's the thing, right? Like everybody, anywhere. you always everybody was always worried about his wrestling, his takedowns, so that was his main thing beforehand. But like. Now that the guy is actually learning to throw hands in a very, very well, because obviously Trevor Whitman, it's, it's, it's scary. He's basically, he's basically turning into like, he's, I like, as much as I hate to say it, if he keeps going on the trajectory, he's 100% going to pass GSP. Like, there's no doubt because he's basically turning himself into the same. He's turning himself into a complete fighter, like GSP was, except for, I would say Usman looks more jacked and has more power into his punches and shit. So. Yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be hard for somebody to beat Usman, mainly because you always have to worry about his takedowns because he's got unreal wrestling. And then it's exactly what happened to Jorge. He even said it. He was always he thought he was going in for a shot because he's always got to worry about the shot. And then Usman yeah. just hit him with that unreal fucking straight right and good night, Jim Kite. Well, that's it. He can scare you with the wrestling, and then he can set up his strikes while you're worrying about him trying to take you, thinking if he's going to take you down. He can set up those punches perfectly. It gives him time. It's uh, it's actually a really good winning uh, strategy, honestly. Like Masvidal people said like... it himself. Masvidal said himself he was yeah. ready to go in there and wrestle twenty five minutes, and uh, he did. He didn't. He didn't expect. He didn't respect the power, and he didn't expect that to happen. That was, that was what he said post fight, right? Yeah. Like like I'm I'm. He was like, I'm knocking him out. I'm. I'm knocking him out. He knew it. What do you mean? Yeah, that's the whole reason. Bro, he said that. Bro, he literally said that's the only reason he even gave Jorge the fucking fight. So he wanted to finish him. 
I know. That's when all these people were like, I think it's going to the decision. I and I heard a lot of like pro analysts and like like oh if if this if if Usman's gonna win this fight, it's gonna go to the decision. And, and I'm like, okay, it's just because no. nobody expect listen. It's because nobody expected him to knock out Jorge. Like, okay, well, bro, I didn't you, okay, either. Listen, I didn't. I listen, wasn't here last yeah, week. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. You didn't expect him to knock Jorge out either. If he was gonna, I I thought definitely expected him to finish Jorge if he was gonna win like that because that's what he set, was set out to do. But I more expected to be like a ground and pound type situation, not a fucking good night. Like he. I, I thought it was funny because he said those extra couple hammer fists were super necessary, and hey, man, the ref didn't pull him off, so you you do your job until the ref pulls you off, 100%. He was but trying so hard not to smile after he, he said it, he, too. He <laughs> could he could have easily just walked away after that punch, and the fight still would have been stopped. Yeah. But that's that's not how it works. Man, I don't give a fuck, okay? There's no such thing as, like, super necessary. I understand when there's beef and they throw the extra punches and everyone's like, oh, yeah. But it's like, that's just your, no, that should be every time. That should be every time. Anytime that a ref doesn't stop the fight, unless, okay, unless the dude goes out straight up cold, which has only happened like a couple times where a guy's gone out like super fucking out and the fight hasn't been stopped. But, but no, actually, you know what? That never fucking happens. Because guess what? If they look like they're okay, the ref won't stop the fight. And there's been so many times, I mean, Sean O'Malley and shit in the fucking Thomas Lemay to fight. Hey, man, prime prime example is the Derek Lewis fight. He had to give him those extra shots because if you t- if you look at the screen cap, uh, fucking, but he actually had his thumb up as he was laying on the ground, signaling that he was good. So Derek had to give him those extra punches, or he might have set up like the Undertaker, right? Yeah, who gives up? <laughs> but who's straight up? Straight up though, like just punch them oh until the ref God. pulls you off. If you're not, if the ref like, hasn't pulled you off yet, just keep punching them. Honestly, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like until he's brain dead. It's. To compare to, like, I don't know, I compare to the same thing as hockey, bro. Like, playing hockey growing up, you'd always get these kids and these people that would get mad if you tried to dig for the puck or anything or, like, kept going hard. And it's just like, dog, I'm literally, like, they tell you to play into the whistle. So until the whistle goes by the officials to stop the play, you fucking go. Yeah. Yeah, And it's just like, and people get, and, like, yeah, people get mad about it too. And it's just like, motherfuckers are just soft and don't understand then like yeah, if you're was, fucking if you're com- if you're one if you're an athlete and two you're competitive not even in the not even in like the best of the world situation just average person if you're a fucking competitive and an athlete you're gonna want to go like and then you just obviously i would comp- i would times that by 10 for anybody that's a fucking professional athlete and gets paid because that's your motherfucking life like yeah nine out of ten times i agree with the ref what their stoppage yeah, yeah. Most of the time, like when it's a, when it's a questionable, when people, some people are trying to make it a questionable, and I almost always side with the ref because I understand it's a difficult job. I understand you're making a lot of decisions really quickly, and uh, I mean sometimes you don't get it perfect. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to get everyone perfect. I mean, fuck. Yeah, it's hard to be like right on the ball like all the time. Even it's if, like you're like, making. Most... Uh, it's all. Um, it's not Judgment like. Calls. From like, it's a yeah, it's judgment calls because it's not like you're you're um calling an offside in, in fucking in soccer or hockey or you know what I mean calling the strikes and balls. Game. I mean strikes and balls a little bit closer, but you know there's a guideline there. There's a guideline yeah. for what it's supposed to be. You don't yeah. you have to make you have to decide if that guy's unconscious or able to defend himself or not. And it's like yeah. if you step in too quickly because you're trying to save him, well then he's gonna be mad afterwards if he wasn't quite out. But then it's like then if you don't, if you let it go, everyone's gonna shit on you and be like, Oh look, you fucking ruined that guy, like blah. so it's 
And being, them, being an MMA ref, I would definitely say is the hardest ref to be because, yeah, it's exactly as I said. Like, all the other major sports you have in NFL and NHL, that shit, you have a clear-cut set of established rules. Like, sure, you do an MMA too, but it's as you said, like, yes, decide if a motherfucker's unconscious or not or, like, shit like that. They don't have to worry yeah, about that shit. Go fucking... unconscious or... Yeah, they don't have to worry about shit like that in sports. Like, they just fucking wor- making sure they follow the rule book. And I mean, and those dumb fucks can't even do that properly most of the time. So MMA refs yeah, exactly. are the fucking kings, straight up. Yeah, if I ever hear fucking Herb Dean fucking slander from anybody's mouth, I'll fucking, I'll slap you up. I will. Like, fuck, I, I never even thought about it like that before. Like, damn, man, I remember so many years of my life saying how dog shit most major sports league referees are and then just in comparison the ufc is such a harder fucking job jesus christ yeah that's a real quick judgment call man that's like in the moment like yeah it's okay and as we've seen we we've seen people make mistakes and it's a fucking big fuck up like honestly like as you said we won't tolerate any herb dean slander and i feel like any possible bad calls that herb dean could have made would all be in due to the fact of the Askren fight because that was it's hard that's the thing right like you obviously understand where Herb was coming from on that one and it's easy to but at the same time like that just sucks right so that's gonna and that's gonna weigh in Herb Dean's mind right so he's gonna be thinking about that when he goes to do all of his other fights because that was such a fuck up right so it's just that's gonna weigh on him and prevent him from doing other shit because that's the thing like i definitely wouldn't say herb dean's had some like had any horrendous calls but there i mean over the last little bit since that you could definitely say there's been a couple fights where you're like yeah you could have stopped that a little earlier yeah like the amanda rebus one and uh, there's been a couple that one was just the, confu- i didn't think he that, did the that's the one. thing right that one was just confusing because it's like he wanted to stop the fight but then he decided halfway there that he wasn't going to stop the fight so it just confused everybody like, there's just been a couple times where he's almost like, touched people or he's touched people yeah, like, and it's Like, not. that's the thing, bro. Straight up, I'd rather you get wrong but make a fucking decision. Like, don't be don't be half in, half out. Like, make your decision. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Live with it, but make your fucking decision because that's just... Shit just gets weird if you don't. Uh, yeah. Well, we got some... Here. I feel like we we got some news to talk about still, though. I mean, we, we basically got through the fights, the main card at least. But, I mean, and there's a lot that's been going on lately. Yeah, what uh, what would you like to talk about? What would you? What, what, what fights have gotten announced? There was a uh, there was a Wonder title Boy fight announced recently. One... I mean, we got Izzy versus Vittori instead of Izzy versus Rob. I don't think we talked about that yet. Stupid, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, we had some people in our uh, Instagram DMs that were not too happy about it. They they understood it, but they 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 knew that they knew they wanted Rob to get the. Fight. I think it, I personally think it's it, like I can understand Izzy wants to fight, but I think Izzy just kind of being a cuck because Rob basically just wants an extra month or two to fucking chill because you have to do the whole long ass quarantine. But Izzy's just like, nope, I'm fighting on the twelfth. I don't care who it is. Fuck you. So, I mean, it is what it is. Realistically, Rob fights the winner, so either way, it's not like he's getting fucked because either way, he's fighting the winner. So, fuck. Let's say I really doubt Izzy's gonna lose that fight, but let's say he does. Rob's still is gonna fight Marvin, so whatever. Uh, it is what it is. As long, I, I, he just it should have been him, but he's not getting skipped over for the title shot regardless. He's still getting it, so whatever. I would definitely say that if Israel Adesanya loses to Marvin Vittori, there's an immediate rematch, and Mar- and Rob gets 
the Dickon, and he has to fight Paulo. And then I'll be pissed. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, if Izzy loses the title, he gets an immediate rematch at this point. Yeah. Unless I, it's I a dominant, unless it's like a five round domination or some shit. I don't know. There's a nope. lot of even if no 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 if Izzy loses, you fucking make the Rob fight because then Rob will obviously be Vittori because and then you can do Izzy versus Rob too for the belt again. Bada bing, bada boom. Fuck you. Give Rob the goddamn title shot. <laughs> Uh yeah, but there's a lot there's a lot in play with this fight because like I I don't know I feel like there's a lot of different but also things that can happen out of it like come out of pretty this, good but... for pretty good for Kevin Holland that uh you can now get a title shot off of him yeah I guess so hopefully uh, his uh what he's known for now is he's fuck the guy no he's, he's gonna come back with wrestling skills as Trailblazer and he's gonna just... Start winning fights again. He's trying to step in he's going to, to fight Cowboy. Games. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That'd be that'd be cool. Oh, Cowboy. I mean, it'd be sad yeah, because yeah, he's obviously gonna, It'd be he, sad because uh, he's Diego always going to kill a Cowboy. Diego Sanchez pulled out of that fight, so uh, so he. I, I don't know. So they're looking, they're looking for an opponent for. Yeah. Lo- because, because they said that they're fun. like. They are keeping Cerrone on the card, and they're looking to fill that spot. And then, yeah, Kevin Holland was like, yo, sign me up. This, this is a stupid a question. Can he make 170? That's a stupid question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he said himself he might come in a little over at, like, 175. But I don't know, Can man. I think he's going to. This is the thing. I think he could make it, but also he's already kind of a skinny middleweight. Like, he doesn't look super jacked or anything like no, that. So, I mean, I just... I, yeah, I just feel it'd be weird. I mean, like, I feel like he can, but I also don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about it's it. It's like when people, when Izzy was first, they're like, oh, but it's crazy. He could, he doesn't cut any weight, really. So he could actually go down to, like, he could maybe go down to 170. I'm like, do you want to know what Israel Adesanya would look like at 170 pounds on fucking weigh-in day? He would look terrible. Yeah. He would look he would like look he's going to die. Like a literal skeleton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's already a skinny one. He would know. look like starving Marvin from fucking South Park. Like, yeah, he yeah. would. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> uh, another fight that got not canceled, I guess, but rescheduled. Um, Dillashaw versus Sanhagen. Dillashaw had that nasty cut above his eye from fucking grappling or whatever the fuck he did. Somebody headbutted him. I'm, yeah. Well, they, there's always. Those I think the real reason is he's just afraid of the Sandman, honestly. Yeah, that uh, was clearly photoshopped. Eh? That clearly wasn't a real cut. I'm not yeah, saying it wasn't, wasn't photoshopped. I'm not saying Dude, it's not a real cut. I'm still. I'm just saying he's afraid of the Sandman. Dillashaw is known to be going. He goes too hard in like practice and stuff. Like he's known for being like a guy who does who goes like takes it. To I have heard that in practice. So I'm really not surprised he injured himself because he's he's known for injuring like training partners and stuff. Um. So I'm really not. Um. Not surprised, but I. How I, soon do you I, think that fight could get rescheduled for? Like a cut like that, Quentin? How long does that take to heal? Are uh, you? I guess you're. I'm you're not sure, a medic, I'm but sure. probably a month. Um, I say. Uh, I'd probably say that's going to be rescheduled to July, maybe. Put it on the Dustin and Connor card. Because I. Think oh, that sucks. That card is absolutely one. fucking. That card is horse trash now. Like. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I would. They announced that fucking Michelle Waterson and whoever she and the, like Marina Rodriguez or whatever is the main event. Like, bro, nobody's gonna watch that shit. Yeah, I don't think I mean I'll watch it, but I won't be I'll happy watch about it just it. straight up, I'll watch it because 
fucking Michelle Waterson's kind of hot, but like, I definitely ain't watching it for the MMA skill because Michelle Waterson's just gonna fucking punch the air for five round for five rounds or three rounds or whatever again. Fuck. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's gonna be kind of yeah, lackluster. I will say. I try not to be too negative, but that's gonna be a very lackluster uh, card. Um, but it's like know, fucking maybe. shit ton of finishes. Two people break their legs. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna be. Awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to top this one for the rest of the year, honestly. I, but all the time, I just think like names obviously bring like fights and whatever. But like fights make fights. Fighters, but yeah, fighters make fights too. Obviously, that's the like, thing that anybody that watch has watched any prelim fights has learned pretty early on that a name means nothing because there's been so many dudes that I they like they start off the fight card. At the early prelims, I have no idea who the fuck they are, but then they come out yeah, here and just knock somebody out or, or have like a crazy war yeah. or some shit. And I'm just That's like, damn, I know That's who you are now. Names don't make fights. The fighters make fights, not the names. The two girls, the two girls who fought first uh, last weekend, it was fucking insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they left it all out there. They fought for like seven minutes. Only like they fought for seven minutes, but they were literally looked like they could both be stretchered out after they were so fucking tired. People fight harder when it's for a job or it's for yeah, job security than they probably do for most championships. Um, and I that's also why think I that tune the crowd in, that's why I tune into Dana White's contender series because Dude. the contender series, like they're going out there, they're fighting for a contract. Those dudes fight fucking hard when they go out there. Exactly. They know it's 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 that's a bigger deal, I think, than the championship sometimes for because that's yeah, you get the extra money, you get the extra award, but like the job is the job and like that's everything, right? Supporting, getting a g- good job at UFC, getting paid. You know, that's securing that job is what's the, I think, the biggest thing for most fighters. So I think that's why those fights can be really fun. And people that just say, like, oh, there's no names that I don't recognize. Yeah. So doesn't mean that, that don't mean still, shit. Still be a sweet card. Don't mean, don't mean dog shit, man. That's there's at I least. Think. Two or three sleeper cards every year. I will say that, like where there's exactly. not a lot of good names, but they end up just being a banger card. Exactly, exactly, and that's what those I, I say it all the time. Those are the fights I look for people that I'm become fans of, people yeah. that I learn of, like learn about and see. Oh shit, okay. So now the next time when I see a fight, I'm like, damn, that guy's fighting. Man, contender series and shit, and just prime example. Watching early prelims, I found yeah. probably my two favorite heavyweight prospects, fucking Chris Dawkins and. Tom Aspinall just from watching that yeah. shit, like unreal. And I like Kyle. I like his brother. I like Kyle Dawkins a lot. I like Kyle Dawkins too, but I don't think he's as good as Chris. No, but I think he's a different type of fighter too. He's a submission oh yeah, fighter. he's much more of a black jujitsu dude. Which probably I think was he... like, fuck, I can't fist fight my older brother, so I'm gonna have to learn to choke him out because he's bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> best best brother duo going probably other than the Diaz. <laughs> yeah, would you well, technically fight they're not going because those... Nick hasn't fought, so technically they're not going. Was it Imagine Nick being in, like, high school and you're fucking talking <laughs> shit. I mean, you probably wouldn't talk shit to the Dawkins brothers or the Diaz brothers. Him, but yeah. you end up getting into a fight with those guys. Holy fuck. Those brothers would beat the piss out of you and all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either one. Either Don't one. with either of them, yeah. Because yeah. you're going to feel both of their wrath no matter what. Fucking insane. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, I think that's about it, yeah. <laughs> I was saying, yeah, no, the the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to play here soon. I, I definitely want to watch that. I I need to fill my belly. Yeah. Need to fill your belly. What are you having for dinner, Quentin? What's on the plate tonight? Ooh, 
it's the college favorite, ramen noodles. <laughs> Luxury. <laughs> uh, Mr. Noodles? Mr. Noodles or yes, different sir. Yes, uh, Mr. Noodles. I'm, I'm, I, I buy the good stuff. Okay. You enjoy chicken, that 35 cents Chicken or of... beef? Pardon? Chicken, chicken or, beef. or beef? I actually have a shrimp one that I'm, I I really like that I found. What the fuck? A convenience store. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm a Portuguese, so I just love like fish and seafood and stuff. This guy out here Yo, eating shrimp bomb. ramen. Seafood is bomb. I've never had the shrimp ramen, but I mean, it sounds pretty bomb. It's just like the, it's just flavoring. Like it's not actual like shrimp, like, you know. Like, no, I know. I understand it's just a powder, but it just <laughs> Also, piece of weird. advice, piece of advice. Don't snort the flavoring. It hurts. Whoa. Okay. I got paid in like grade six. I got paid like 30 bucks to do it. Ooh, and that's spicy, dude. That's that's fucking rough. <laughs> I did it with the chicken flavoring. It fucking burned. Oh, uh, if you did it with the Oriental, that would be pretty bad. Also, they yeah, fucking, no, they no, no kid in grade six ate that shit, bro. <laughs> Nobody, no, no. The Oriental was too hot, man. Yeah, they also should probably change that name. <laughs> <laughs> I think somehow I'm not saying that they have to, but I'm saying is they're gonna get like they're gonna get flagged. Don't, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't their time will come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody will come for them. them. Somebody will. Somebody will come for them eventually. Somebody's realize. Yeah. Somebody's gonna realize it and be like, "Holy shit, that's problematic." And then <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I think that's more fucked up than Aunt Jemima. But I mean, look what happened to Aunt Jemima. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, but I love that maple syrup. I'm not gonna lie, bro. It was the best. The, the cheese, the, not the cheese. I almost said cheese, but the butter flavored. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah. Fuck, yeah. I'm just hungry. All right, boys. Okay, yeah, let's fucking. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Fucking follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Throwing bows underscore pod. Fuck. Uh, we have a new guy joining our crew. Dustin will be joining us. He is our betting analyst. He has started betting within the last month, and he's gone three and zero oh on the last two or on the last three UFC cards. He fucking he won me a hundred dollars last weekend. He won himself a hundred dollars last weekend. Let him win you fucking hundred dollars. Tune into our Instagram live. We'll fucking give you all the good picks and uh, need to win me a hundred dollars, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, well, if you bet on their bets, West, the guys will lose. So you leave us. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> are, we calling, are we gonna call him Uncle Dusty? Is that? Uh no, because I feel like that's ripping off Uncle Joey, and I feel like he that that's just. What if he's like? What what if he's cousin Dusty? He could be cousin Dusty or that drunk sounds, Dusty. Uh, cousin Dusty makes it sound inbred for some reason. I That's don't know what why. I was like. Cousin Dusty sounds like he's from Kansas or fucking my Texas. Cousin, or something. You know, like the movie My Cousin Vinny. It can be like my cousin Dusty. My cousin Dusty. He is no. my cousin Dusty, but <laughs> he is. But <laughs> I, think it sounds, I think it works. I think it works, but it is it does sound kind of uh, like inbred incest, kind of like cousin. Yeah. I don't want to go there. Yeah, I don't. Sounds wanna. like he's okay, from anyway, Alabama. To end the podcast, but uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, peace out, all you fucking weirdos. See you, everybody. Bye. Fuck.